Welcome back to Culture Shift on this Monday, November 29th. You're listening to it here on 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station. I'm Amanda LeClaire. Thank you so much for joining the show today. We have got a, a great hour ahead for you. In about 20 minutes, we have a brand new edition of Sam's Jams with our own Sam Bobian. Uh, this week, he's made us a mix with um, some classic boogie funk from 1982. Also introduced us to a group from the 1970s, a young group who may have riled the Jackson 5, rivaled the Jackson 5. That's coming up in, on Sam's Jams here on WDET. Well, the Free Press has welcomed a brand new food critic to the fold. Lindsey Green has started uh, as the food critic and restaurant critic for the Free Press. She has been a long time an accomplished food and dining writer. She has worked for Our Detroit. She's written for Teen Vogue uh, and many others. And she is now here in Detroit. I, I got to speak with her earlier today about her uh, beginnings here at the Free Press and what she plans to do as food critic uh, in the city of Detroit. It's exciting. It's really exciting. So I, you know, previously I was working at Our Detroit as their dining editor, and I actually started that role right before the pandemic. So covering food, although I've been writing about food for the past few years, um, a bit for Our Detroit, that role was the first time that I was really immersed in the food space. And so this still feels, even though it's been about two years now, it still feels slightly new. And so to be taking, you know, this career and this beat in the food space to the next level at the Free Press is just really exciting for me. I'm excited to uh, just immerse myself, like I said, in the food space to um, be able to cover um all of the new restaurants that are that are opening in the Detroit area, because as you know, there are so many that are that are popping up. And also just to just to do more than just restaurants. I'm really excited to be, you know, talking to restaurateurs and chefs and even just, you know, local foodies, people who are just eating around town. I'm excited to just kind of get people's stories and 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 really understand the food beat here. I'm just I'm just excited about it. <laughs> Because I started right before the pandemic, I was thrown into that environment. You know, that that was the start of my um, sort of tenure in the food space was this really um, kind of tumultuous, chaotic, you know, uncertain time. That's sort of what I know. Um, and in a way, I don't know, I'm I'm obviously it's 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 really challenging circumstances and really really unfortunate circumstances but in a way i'm sort of grateful that i've had to navigate this because it's made me look at you know food journalism and journalism in general uh, a little differently you know we've had to approach our stories differently we've had to approach storytelling differently i think that i've been able to be a little bit more human in 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 my writing um in the way that i'm covering people in the way that i'm i'm seeing what chefs are doing not just to stay in business but to you know service the community and be helpful to um the community you know just the community around their restaurants or or wherever they are so um, in a way, I'm slightly grateful for the lens that I've um, that I that I've had to do my reporting just being in this weird time. <laughs> in your career so far, are there examples of when what seems like a simple food story has changed or become 
much more complex than you imagined uh, or even changed your viewpoint on uh, the food that you were maybe reviewing? I don't know if it's changed my view on the food itself, but it's definitely given some context. You know, I, I talked about um, having to look at, at, at stories differently now and sort of in a more from a more um, human perspective. And I think back to, you know, being at our Detroit and this past year, not being able to do, you know, the traditional restaurant of the year, right? And so we named um, a restaurateur of the year. And and um, the way that we got to that was, was looking beyond the dishes, the dishes that um, Chef Max, you know, creates are delicious, yes. But looking beyond that, it was, you know, the story of um, how he fed so many people in the community over that over the past year, you know, throughout the, the pandemic. Um, so looking sort of beyond the plate and getting these people's stories of what they're doing beyond the kitchen, I think it's just about adding that context and seeing, wow, this is really great food, but also there's so much that they're doing um, beyond just cooking, you know, I don't know if that that um, answers your question, but that's something that I, I am trying to carry um, into the, you know, into this role and into the new year. Um, as I'm doing my reporting, it's thinking about, yes, the food for sure, but also what else is going on in, in these chefs lives? What else is going on um, for the restaurant? And what extra steps are they taking to create these um, dining environments? In the context of what you just described there, uh, I'm assuming since you've written about how invested you are in the city uh, as your chosen hometown, that you feel Detroit is a rich place for that type of food journalism. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Detroit is such a nuanced city and such a complex city that for sure, I mean, it's it, it the food scene, while it's... Um, I don't want to say flourishing because there are still very many challenges, but while it's, you know, continuing to grow, like I said, there are new restaurants that are continuing to open, um, you know, pop-ups and food trucks and all of these new food endeavors are growing, I would say. Um, but the stories that are, that are happening in Detroit are just robust. There are just, there are so many because it's such a, like I said, just such a nuanced city. There are there are challenges. Um, there are there are things to celebrate, but there are challenges of being, um, you know, an urban city that that does struggle with um, challenges like you know poverty. And um, as restaurateurs are opening their 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 restaurants, there there's a lot that they have to be cognizant of. Um, and so I think yeah, I, I think that the stories are just just endless. I mean, from the chefs to the servers, to the, you know, bussers, to the wait staff. I mean, there, there are stories just all throughout um, the dining scene. There's one occasion that I, that comes to mind immediately. And that is dining at um, Flowers of Vietnam. Uh, the, I guess you would say she's the greeter or the hostess, um, the maitre d' As soon as you walk in the door and, you know, I haven't been since I haven't been in the past couple months, so I'm not sure what what the environment is like now. But I remember going on Valentine's Day. I think this was maybe two years ago now um, and walking in the door. Her name is Vera, I believe, Miss Vera. 
um, she, she greets everyone with a hug and it just felt like the most Detroit thing to do. It just felt like you don't walk into this restaurant, which is, you know, this amazing food, an amazing chef. Um, an amazing experience that feels, you know, it's casual in there, but you're getting this really elevated cuisine. You're getting these really beautiful plates. You're having such a, you know, just a a wonderful, really, it feels almost like a fine dining experience, even though, like I said, it is a, you know, it was a former Coney Island. (laughs) Um, And you're greeted at the door with a hug from the maitre d', who's this, you know, older woman. She has this sort of almost, um, like Southern kind of vibe. And she just is so um, uh, motherly, like, you know, she, you just walk in the door and you get a hug and and everyone gets a hug and everyone welcomes the hug. You know, again, this is pre-pandemic, so I'm not sure if she's doing any hugs these days, but um, that to me just feels like such, it kind of sums up the Detroit experience. You're going to walk into an environment, it's going to be unfussy, you know, unpretentious. It's going to be delicious food. You're going to get, you know, you're going to have a really phenomenal experience, um, eat really good food, but you're also going to be um, treated like family. And, and I just, I, I, that to me, just like I said, kind of, kind of sums up uh, the vibe here in Detroit. (laughs) I love that. That's a great story. Uh, (laughs) I kind of last question for you, I guess. Um, I think you're, your background in uh, in gardening and urban farming and homesteading yeah. is super interesting too. Uh, how do you do? You, how do how would you describe or how do you feel like that? Uh, you know that source of passion in your life uh, influences your your food journalism. Well, so that's also pretty new for me. So I just started growing over the past uh, year. I would say uh, this this past summer was my first full growing season. And I really just tried to make the most of it. I, you know, took over my entire yard with uh, really, it's like a mini farm back there. Um, I grew everything that I possibly could and learned, you know, the, the, you know, I, for example, I planted some carrots. I got one carrot, you know, but I just got the experience to see what it looks like, what it takes to grow, to grow carrots and kale and tomatoes and eggplants and all of these different things. I volunteer um, at some local farms too. And so I was, you know, just again, trying to immerse myself in in the food space, not just in the restaurant scene um, and the dining scene, but also you know, in the space of, of trying to understand how to grow food, you know, the, the almost the um, scientific process, but behind the food that we eat. And so, um, yeah, I think that carries over into my writing just because I think I, I have developed a little bit of an intimate understanding of food, how it grows, what makes it, you know, um, taste the best what these farmers are doing and and the amount of work that it takes to grow this food. I mean, because it's a lot, a lot of work and a lot of, you know, really um, rigorous conditions here in Michigan. Here we are in 30 degree weather, you know? So yeah, I think just in my writing, it's it's bringing a more well-rounded understanding of food itself, what it takes to grow it. And, And for me, just joy, you know, it's just really, I feel, a real joy and kind of happiness being in my yard, being 
in nature and having this almost, you know, physical connection to my, you know, fruits and vegetables and herbs on my own. So, yeah, it's just been just been fun for me. That is Lindsey Green, brand new food critic for the Detroit Free Press. Really looking forward to uh, her work over the coming years here in the city of Detroit. You're listening to Counter Shift on 1019 WDET. 